0: That's investher, H-E-R, con.com, promo code 100, best ever to get $100 off your ticket.
1: As painful as it can be, do not be afraid to fail because entrepreneurism is about exploring every idea you have. That's what an entrepreneur is.
0: Quick disclaimer, the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to bestevershow.com.
2: Hello, Best your Listeners, and welcome to the Best Real Estate Investing Advice Ever Show. I'm Theo Hicks, and we are back With three more clips from successful entrepreneurs, today we're going to hear from three professional athletes, ex-professional athletes, that is two from the NFL and one from the NBA. And they are going to give us their takes on how to be a successful entrepreneur. And all of the advice given today can very easily be applied to your real estate investing business. The first clip comes from ex-NFL star Carl Banks, and his advice is to not be afraid to fail. So listen to what Carl has to say.
1: As painful as it can be, do not be afraid to fail. Because entrepreneurism is about exploring every idea you have. That's what an entrepreneur is. It's about blazing a trail. It's about breaking new ground. It's about having a better idea. That's what an entrepreneur is. He finds either a better way to do it, or he has a better idea, or he has a unique idea. Sometimes you find out that your idea is not unique, and you either abandon that idea and go to the next one, or you find a better way to make your idea even more innovative. But it can be painful even when you're successful, your one or two ideas for expansion could fall flat on its face and that's painful. But you've got to be able to say, I'm not afraid because i got many more ideas to come. So I'm just going to keep coming action. Mm
0: -hmm. Well, let's stick with the painful theme. What is a painful flop business-wise that you've been (laughs) responsible for accomplishing?
1: Well, this is just recently. I had an idea that I was trying to work a licensing deal with Classic Media. And they have just the greatest library of cartoons from Rocky and Bullwinkle to Richie Rich. They had this this incredible catalog. And I thought I would be able to take those images and really create some fun stuff on apparel. Because we've seen it. Junk Food has done it with vintage from Coca-Cola to 7-Up, whatever it is, right? And I thought the time was right in the market. I invested a lot, hired a lot of people. We created some incredible product, and nobody wanted it. Nobody understood it. No one wanted it. And it's unfortunate because I still have some great designs that eventually, and I've been ahead. That's how I also look at it, too. Sometimes I'm ahead of the curve in some of my ideas, but... That was very painful. It was very expensive failure. Very, very expensive because you get licensing rights and they gave me everything. I gave a great presentation. I built great product. I even had product in warehouse and just no one wanted it. And that was interesting because I thought the timing was perfect for it. It happens. It happens. But I still have great product. And I know at some point if I have to revisit it with Classic Media, I'll be okay. I think they'll be ready for it.
0: If presented a similar type of opportunity or if you have a similar type of idea, how would you approach it differently knowing what you know now?
1: I don't think I would approach it any differently.
0: There's no way to test that before sinking in a bunch of money?
1: Sure. You have to spend money to build it, Mm -hmm. right? But you do your market research. You see what's trending. You see where fashion's leading And you say, okay, this fits. And it didn't. But that's okay because it's about instinct. Entrepreneurs have to have instinct. You can't be numb. If you feel it, it feels good. And you feel great about the research that you've done. You feel great about the way, the integrity of what you're building. You go for it. I had the same instincts on the starter brand. That's extremely successful for me right now. I wore it when I played. I was a spokesperson for it. I was building a jacket program and I wanted to get the starter label on it because we were recreating the scene from Coming to America with Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall. Eddie had a Mets on and Arsenio had the Jets on and they had all the buttons and everything on it. And I said, I want to do this, but I want to authenticate it. Authenticated. And I was able to reach out to the folks at Iconics, the IP holder and ask for permission to do it. And I said, you know what? I think it's time to bring this entire movement back. So we worked together with Iconics. I got the license for the brand and it has been on fire. Instincts felt good. I built it the right way. I made sure that the integrity of the product was as authentic as it used to be. And I knew there was a generation of millennials and even people that are of my age group or a little younger that had an emotional connection with the brand. This was a brand that resonated even before Nike started to enter into sports. So there's Heritage. These are the guys that created what we know as sports fashion, as sideline apparel. These are the guys that were innovators. They created that. So I brought it back and it is on fire right now and very excited and very glad I trusted that instinct as well.
0: Oh, yeah. You've got the pullover starter
1: jackets. That's the breakaway. Yes, sir. Yeah,
0: yeah. I do have a place in my heart for that. And I think I will be getting one after our phone. after, after our. Yeah, you should
1: break the old one out. But yeah, like starter.com. But yeah. we do a great job. But the number one thing I wanted to do when I got permission to do it from the NFL and then I went to Iconics and they granted me the rights to the license. The first thing I wanted to do was find out where the product was made. In the old jackets. So I looked in the old jackets to see what country of origin they were made in. And then we tracked down. And I have three people on my staff that actually worked for Starter during that period. So they knew some people and we tracked down the original factory. And we're still working with that factory to make sure that we have some level of authenticity to it.
0: That's incredible.
1: And how about this? This is something for entrepreneurs to know about too. I also went to the vintage dealers because those guys are so true to the essence of a product because they sell it. Like I became really good friends with, there's a guy here in New York, he has a vintage store called Mr. Throwback and he specializes in starter jackets. So I went to him to make sure I had all the details right. And if there's a detail off, he talked to me about it and we got it right. So to also bring an outside expert point of view into what your thought, you're not surrendering your thought process. You're just perfecting it.
2: So Carl's advice is to be willing to explore every idea that you have. He gave an example of an idea he explored that didn't work out as well as an idea that he explored that did work out. He talked about how it comes down to trusting your instincts but also relying on the experts. If it's something you're not an expert in, in order to ensure you will be successful. So to hear more from Carl Banks, check out his episode, episode 1206. He doubled his business in 18 months after losing $30 million in contracts with Carl Banks.
0: We'll get back to the show in just two minutes, but first, some sponsors I'm confident you'll find value in learning more about. One of the hardest tasks to balance while scaling your real estate investing business is accounting. Well, realestateaccounting.co takes care of the numbers for you so you can grow your business and revenue. REA helps property managers and investors save time and money by automating back office, financial, admin, and accounting. Starting is quick and seamless, From accounts payable to reconciliations, taxes, and reporting, go to realestateaccounting.co forward slash bestever to find out how REA clients save on average 30% by leveraging their accounting services versus hiring in-house. With CPAs on staff and being owner-operators themselves, REA knows the challenges of your growing real estate business. Try it risk-free at realestateaccounting.co forward slash bestever, and remember to mention the Best Ever podcast sent you to receive up to $1,800 towards onboarding and services. That's realestateaccounting.co forward slash bestever. If you're not sure where to start investing or need help taking the next step, mentorship and coaching is one of the best ways to get going. Think Multifamily is a leading apartment acquisition and education company who provides true one-on-one coaching to help you invest for your family's future. Their servant leadership approach will guide you to successfully scale your real estate business or assist you to diversify your investments in multifamily. Go to thinkmultifamily.com forward slash coaching to learn how they help working professionals just like you transform their future through partnering and community. In fact, The majority of real estate investors who partner with Think Multifamily get involved in a general partnership within six months. ThinkMultifamily.com forward slash coaching highlights the partnerships, joint ventures, and resources all available through the coaching program. Go to ThinkMultifamily.com forward slash coaching to learn how to become a member and get involved.
2: This second clip comes from another ex-NFL star, Marvin Washington. And he transitioned from the NFL into the cannabis space. And he gives us his advice on how to be a successful entrepreneur, which is ensuring that you give 100% consistently. Hear what Marvin has to say.
3: The thing that I put away and I tell people is to work hard and be consistent. Whether it's in the financial industry, the financial gods will bless you. The, the cannabis gods gonna bless you. You got to go at it. If you're giving it, A half effort, you're going to get that back. Mm -hmm.
0: As far as working hard and that consistent piece, what do you do consistently?
3: Oh, wow. I have my schedule. I'm set in my habits. I get up early and I always plan my day the day before. And then on the weekends, I review what I did the previous week and see what's ahead and what I can do better. Because especially in this cannabis space, things change day to day week to week, month to month, and it's tricky in this space because rules are different with different cities and municipalities. Cannabis may be legal in Colorado, but Denver's rules and regulations are different than Colorado Springs, and Colorado Springs are different than Boulder. So you always have to be staying on your toes and malleable, but the whole thing is getting back to the fundamentals. It's like be consistent, have your goals, don't go with the fads and the trends. You know what you're trying to accomplish. So go after that every day. And that's what I do. And one of the things I learned in football is I write down a list. and I study. If I'm looking at a new company or meet with new people, I've already done my research on them because that's what I did in sports. When I was going up against offensive line, I'd have to study them. And that's the way I learned. And that's the way I brought some of that to the corporate world that I'm in now.
0: Digging in a little bit, or maybe a lot of it, on the planning the night before and reviewing the previous week. When you plan the night before for the next day, will you tell us exactly what you do in terms of keyboard, notepad, bullet points? What does that look like?
3: The same thing. All of it. on My laptop, and I have an old-school planner, and I visualize because when I was in sports – the Saturday before the game or the week before the game, I would visualize myself making plays in certain situations. So this is the same thing. I visualize myself being successful. I prepare for this interview. I prepare for all my meetings that I go to and I visualize certain talking points and to stay on the talking points and try to get the narrative that I want to get across. And that's the way I prepare. And it may not be for everybody, But if you're not prepared, I don't think you're giving yourself a chance to be successful because definitely not against me because I'm going to know everything that I need to know about your company and about you. And I'm going to use that to, like I said, control the narrative. Mm -hmm. But I've been lucky enough to work with good people and have good companies. And Isodile is an excellent company, excellent people, smart businessmen. So we're a team and we go out and we get things done. As
0: far as now reviewing the previous week, what's your process for
3: that? It's on a Sunday. A habit that I picked up when I was with Merrill Lynch is reviewing the the week and seeing what I could have done better. Because one of the things is, is that you don't want to have regrets in business or in life and seeing what you could have possibly done better. And if I didn't close an account I would do a review and see what could I have done different. And it's the same thing in this industry with the different companies that I'm with. I'm always reflecting and seeing what I could have done better because the buck stops with me.
0: Is it challenging to have that self-assessment on a regular basis to identify things that you could have done better?
3: No. This is the way that I've always been taught. You always have to do a deep self-assessment because sometimes when there's an issue, it's not other people. You're the common denominator in that. Yeah. <laughs> jumping from girlfriend to girlfriend, a wife to wife, or job to job. What's the common denominator in there? So I think people should do that all the time. And sometimes they'll figure, if you're really honest with yourself, you can see where you can be at all. But you go with self-assessment all the time, you should be at fault 100% of the time. But there are some things that you can always improve on because everybody can always learn and everybody can always improve no matter what age they're at, and no matter what industry you're in. Once you feel like you've mastered something and you've got it, you probably don't. And you probably need to adjust or get out that that space entirely if you think like you know it all.
0: When you identify an area of improvement for yourself, what do you do at that point?
3: I take action on it. I try to improve it and do something better. Sometimes it can come down to something like, I didn't listen enough. You're in a meeting and you want to get your point across, but having a conversation is a two way deal. So it's listening and it's talking. I like to talk. I can talk a lot, but sometimes I have to listen. Sometimes I have to see things from a different point of view instead of just my point of view. And the way that I see things and I think I'm kind of lucky like this. I see things vertically, horizontally, and then I can see them from above. That's where I'm doing my reflection and even thinking ahead. I'm trying to look at it in all ways and get the whole picture to making sure that I'm getting it. Making sure that the issue is not coming from our side or coming from me. Mm-hmm. But I think everybody should do that. I think you should do that in your relationships. I think you should do that in business. I think you should do that in your religion. Do that self-assessment. So
2: Marvin talks about the requirement of giving 100%, being the first person to start working, the last person to stop working for the day. But he also gives us a lot of practical tips on scheduling, forming habits, and then he goes into a lot of details on the consistent self-assessments that need to be done in order to make adjustments. So in reality, it's not just giving... 100% consistently, but giving 100% consistently and smartly. So if you want to hear more from Marvin, check out his episode 1196 from the NFL to the cannabis space, hard work and self-reflection, the keys to success with Marvin Washington.
0: We'll get back to the show, but first, some sponsors I'm confident you'll find value in learning more about. Mark your calendars for the Best Ever Conference, February 24th through 26th, back in person at the Gaylord Rockies Convention Center. Join the experienced community and phenomenal speakers for a weekend of learning the best commercial real estate strategies, building relationships, and quite frankly, having a lot of fun. As a bonus, once you purchase your ticket, you are put into a mini mastermind group to start making connections with other commercial real estate investors immediately. Get the lowest prices right now at besteverconference.com. That's besteverconference.com.
2: Moving to the third and final clip, we will go to the NBA. So ex-NBA star Jay Williams gave his advice on how to be a successful entrepreneur and it is on reinventing yourself. Here is what Jay had to say.
4: I would ask that individual, how do you measure your hustle? I think I've been really blessed because one of the things that I can't stop doing, when I was playing basketball, I was always on the court working out. And when I started to get involved in business, I found that same burning desire. And my thing was that, yes, the value prop for me was nowhere close to the value prop that it was for the names that I just mentioned. But my thing is, I think I was vulnerable enough with them to recognize that I didn't know that. And I, once again, I think the more transparent you can be with people when I'm vulnerable and obviously I've had a different background being on TV gives me leverage due to my platform. So it opens the door for me to have these type of conversations with these individuals in conjunction with the people that I already know. But one of the things I would tell somebody who maybe didn't have that platform is that are you doing the small things to make sure that you're noticeable? So one of the things that happened to me, I did an internship and it was a really cool experience for me because I wanted to recognize how hard somebody would work. Now, without saying, I had multiple people come up with this internship and I put it out there and a lot of people that came to me and wrote long-winded paragraphs via email. Mm-hmm. But about 98, 99%, that was to the extent they went.
0: Yep, that's how it is.
4: Okay. So, you know, I I meet a lot of people who they say they want to achieve success. They say they want to do all these great things. But they, once again, do bare minimum. And then they get angry if you don't respond. So, me, I don't respond to anybody. Because I want to see, okay, who's going to constantly send me a note? Who's constantly going to find different ways to make themselves stand out? So, When you're trying to form that relationship and you're trying to form that connectivity, what what things are you doing that are different to really attract that person's attention? Are you waiting for them one day after school or one day after you know their location or where they're going to come out of? And I know some of these things may sound crazy, but at the same time, I want somebody who's a little bit crazy. I want somebody who's willing to push themselves to go to a different level. But all of a sudden the regular person wouldn't do that because I know that at the end of the day, that person is going to do whatever the hell they need to do in order to get it done. Now, as long as it's an incredible way, I'm never going to turn down spirit of the hustle. And I don't think a lot of people have that. And with this internship, it's one person, one in particular. And then all of a sudden it's like they got the internship and they're waiting for me to give them instructions. And I didn't give them <laughs> instructions. I want to see what you bring to the table. What's your value prop to me? I know what I can do to help you. Yeah. The internship doesn't mean that now all of a sudden I'm going to just give it to you. I want to see how long this goes. I want to see what kind of things you're going to do for my business. And the more you do for me, if you get me and if you hustle with me, I'm going to go over and beyond to make sure that you are successful at the end of the day. But if you come into this opportunity and you worked your tail off to get my attention and then just because you got it, you think I'm going to give it to you, that's not the real world. That's not how I got doors open and that's not how the people... I worked hard to get their attention. They got their door open. So once again, it comes down to the measure of the hustle for me.
2: So for those who don't know, Jay had to reinvent himself after suffering a major injury from a motorcycle accident. So he had to reinvent himself from an NBA star into something else. So probably one of the best people to get advice on reinventing yourself from. He talks about how reinventing yourself isn't necessarily a one-off event, but something that you need to consistently do, consistently stay up with and updated with the times. He talks about the importance of thinking of yourself as a business. And then he goes into a lot of details on the benefits of having your own board and for accountability and feedback purposes. And they talks about how to attract the right board members, the people that you look up to, the people who are where you want to be. So to learn more and hear more from Jay, check out his episode, episode 1169, number two, overall 2002 NBA draft pick and entrepreneur Jay Williams, how to reinvent yourself when in life altering situations. So in summary, we have three professional athletes two from the NFL, one from the NBA, giving us their best ever advice on how to be a successful real estate entrepreneur. We started with Carl Banks, who talked about not being afraid to fail and be willing to explore every idea that you have. And by explore, he means investing time and money and realizing that some of these ideas probably aren't going to work out, but all you need is that one unique idea in order to be successful. Then we heard from Marvin Washington, whose advice was to give 100% consistently and smartly. And we learned his tactics for scheduling and performing consistent self-assessments to ensuring he's making those half-time adjustments. If things aren't going according to plan And then lastly, we had an ex-MBA star, Jay Williams, who gave us advice on reinventing ourselves, thinking of ourselves as a business and creating a board of different entrepreneurs who we look up to, who are where we want to be in order to hold our feet to the fire as well as receive expert feedback so we can make those adjustments in order to succeed. So thanks for tuning in. Make sure you check out those full episodes. As a reminder, Carl Banks is episode 1206, Marvin Washington is episode 1196, and Jay Williams is episode 1169. Thanks for listening. Have a best ever day, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.